0: I'm sitting in the subway station. Manhattan is my destination.
1: Mm. Traveling on that dirty train, each day I live is much the same. And I think, what can I gain living in this endless game?
2: Homeward bound, I wish I was home.
1: Lying home, where my heart is lying,
0: home, where my destiny waits silently for me. And welcome back everybody to another great edition of Homeward Bound. My name is Igal Siegel, and we're here on the Nahum Siegel Network with Homeward Bound, a show sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. And on a weekly basis, we give you as much information as possible about making Aliyah real. We've had some really great interviews in the last few weeks and then we look forward to today's interviews. Uh we're going to be speaking to Hill Davis who's a student at Ilan University and he's going to give us a little insight about what it means for a uh, an OLED to be a student. In the university here in Israel. Um, and also, we have the second half of a conversation that I started with our good friend Rachel Berger from the staff of Nefesh Benefesh. Uh, she's going to be speaking to us uh, about starting a business here in Israel. We already, uh, a couple weeks ago, had that discussion. We started that discussion. We're going to be continuing it today. Uh, before we get to our interviews, I just wanted to mention that we are fast approaching the mega events. That's correct. The mega events. ...are huge Aliyah events all across North America, which give you as much detail as possible in one event... ...where many, many staff members from Nefesh Benefesh are there, many, many dignitaries speaking about Israel... ...speaking about making Aliyah to Israel. Uh, on March 4th, Tuesday, March 4th, there's an Aliyah mega-event in Florida, in Dania Beach, Florida. In uh, March 5th, there's an Aliyah event in Skokie, Illinois uh there's a mega event on March 5th as well in Pikesville, Maryland, my old hometown of Baltimore. So you want to check that out. And of course, the real big mega event is in New York on March 9th, Sunday, March 9th, uh the um the the big mega event that we have uh, every year from Nefesh Nefesh which discusses, again, careers in Israel, all the benefits of Aliyah, the healthcare system here, uh, if you want to rent a home, or buy a home, your taxes, your financial planning, of course, the IDF, and if you want to join the IDF, exactly what it entails. Uh, many, many different pieces of information that you can get. All participants are entered to win a free pilot trip to Israel. That will take place at 12 p.m. on Sunday, March 9th at the Crown Plaza, Times Square, 1605 Broadway in Manhattan. Um, go to the website nbn.org.il slash mega, M-E-G-A, and click there on USA Events, and you'll see all the different mega events that are going to be available to you in North America coming up in March. It's going to be very exciting. Well, this is Egal Siegel for Homer Bound. We're going to get to our program right after this message.
2: If you've always dreamt of moving to Israel and establishing a brand new life in the Holy Land, it's time to call Nefesh Benefesh, 866-4-Aliyah, 866-4-A-L-I-Y-A-H. Or log on now to their comprehensive website for all the assistance you need to get to Israel, nbn.org.il. That's the Nefesh Benefesh website. Head there now, nbn.org.il.
0: Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Homeward Bound, the show about making aliyah to Israel. My name is Egal Siegel here on the Nachum Siegel Network, and uh, we're very happy to welcome to our airwaves Hillel Davis. Hillel is uh here in Israel, and uh he's studying social studies at Bar-Ilan University. Hello, welcome to our program.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, so first of all, Hillel, uh, where are you from in the States?
1: I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio.
0: Ah, Cleveland. Indians did well this year. Yeah. But the Browns still need some help.
1: Anyway, we'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, how,
0: so how long ago did you make Aliyah? I
1: made Aliyah almost exactly 11 months ago. Oh, wow. Very recently.
0: So, and do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm
1: 20 years
0: old. 20?
1: 20, yeah.
0: Okay. So, um, tell me a little about your background in terms of, uh, what prompted you to make Aliyah? Where did you go to school in Cleveland?
1: I went to a few drop. Okay. Um, and while I was there, I was very involved in B'nai Akiva, another, um, you know, Zionist organization. So, I was always thought. It was always a matter of, uh, when it was going to happen.
0: Okay, and, um B'nai Akiva, I remember from my days, uh, B'nai Akiva was always very strong in Cleveland. It's still like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, as far as I know, they're still, they're still doing really well, thank God. Okay, good.
0: And, um so, if you made Aliyah eleven months ago, so you had just you you already had started going to college, or or um, you finished high school. Where were you holding at the,
1: at that time? Um, so basically, I spent um, a year in yeshiva first. I was in uh, I was in gush, and um, while I was there, I was considering maybe staying um, for college in Israel once I got the uh, the approval from my parents. So um, before I you know officially made Aliyah, I wanted to sort of get settled in a little bit, make sure that this is, in fact, what I wanted to do. Um, so I found an uh, English-speaking program at Bar 11. So I started studying that the um, year after Yeshiva. And between first and second semester, I decided to make it official. So on my, on my way back to Israel from you know, vacation, I uh, officially made Aliyah.
0: Oh, okay, great. So, so let me just ask you, technically, when you made Aliyah at the age, uh, I guess, of uh, 19 or, or so, um, was there an issue right. with you going to the army?
1: Um, so I'm actually doing a program called Atudato Lim, where basically my army service is pushed off until after I graduate. Um, at which point, I'll either do regular army service based on the H.M. Um or they may ask, may actually be sign on extra time to make up for the time I missed while I was in university.
0: So, so, and who's paying for your education? Then is it the army that's paying for it? Is it are you getting a free education because you're an oleh hadash? What's what's happening with that?
1: Um, so yeah, I get the regular oleh hadash benefits from uh, Mishara Kita. Um, I think it, I don't think it comes from the army itself. I think it's coming from the government because um, I'm already falling under their wing of uh, oleh hadash. Um, but I think for Israelis who do the similar program, where they also push up the army. It's, uh, a paid for by the army themselves.
0: Okay, so when you, how long do you have left in Barilan right now?
1: Um, a year and a half. Just in the middle of, uh, finals of my second year, of, of my, uh, first semester of my second year right
0: now. Okay, and, uh, your major is social studies, as I mentioned?
1: Yeah, it's, um, economics, political science, and physiology is the, uh, focus. Wow.
0: Okay, so when you, uh, when <laughs> you, so when you finish school in a year and a half, then you'll go to the army for, a full three years, or is it going to be two years at that time?
1: Um, so two and a half years is what it's looking like right now. Wow. So where do you live now? In uh, Givach Shmuel, it's right next to Bar Ilan. And
0: did, is there a dorm situation there, or is it uh, your own apartment? How does that work?
1: Um, so there are dorms um, on campus. I was uh, I was warned before I came that the dorms aren't you know, well. They're, well, they're definitely livable. <laughs> it's not the um uh, it's not, you know, the fancy American uh lifestyle I'm used to. Um so I got very, very lucky that I was able to find uh really nice apartment with good guys just five minutes away from campus.
0: And and I, I assume that you were on your own here and that your parents are still in Cleveland.
1: Right, right. Do you have any? I do have a brother who lives here though? Ah, okay. Older brother?
0: Yeah. Very nice. Okay, so um Tell us a little about Bar Ilan in terms of uh, your acclimating to um, to being on a campus, which I assume is still mostly uh, Israeli and mostly Hebrew-speaking.
1: Right, right. Um, they say there's about, I think there's about 30,000 students at Bar Ilan, about uh, 900 of whom are native English speakers. Um, so acclimating really um, was not so difficult. I feel very much at home there. As I walk around, I run into people I know from. Either from back in the states, from uh Mayakiva, from Camp, even from Cleveland, and I meet new people all the time. Is, the community here is very cohesive. There's a lot of you know communal meals and events. Um, it's really easy to meet a lot of people and really um, make almost a family away from home. Um, and everyone really supports each other. So in terms of uh, you know getting along, everything's really gone smoothly. Thank God because. Really, people helping each other out, um, and, well, and all my classes are in English as well, so the language barrier hasn't been uh, too difficult.
0: All your classes are in English, uh, so this oh, yeah yeah an I'm in the program. international
1: program, uh-huh. right right.
0: That's really amazing. So so let me ask you: Is there like a formal Hillel type of setup for Anglo's? Is there just a, a general like uh, Hillel which which caters to, to everybody? Just has like a subsection of Anglo's. How does that work?
1: Um, so there's actually no hill on campus. Um, everything, there is a student union that has different events and programs, things like that. Um, but for the Inglow community, really a, a grassroots type of community where everything's really run from ground up. Whenever someone wants a program, you know, they just go talk to a couple of people and things happen. Like last year, um, I decided I wanted to have a chill and cook off or fundraiser. So I just made an event on Facebook. Where we raised like a couple hundred dollars for stock off. Um, this year we have a um, every week we have a sure in my apartment where we bring different uh guest speakers from various uh yeshivas and seminaries and about like fifty people have come to my apartment every week. It it's all in it the just you know a couple of people make a couple of phone calls, send a few text messages and things just happen like that.
0: That's great. That's fantastic. So it sounds like you are very much involved in the uh in the college life there off of campus as well as on campus.
1: Well, right, yeah, I try to do my part to make the community keep on growing and living.
0: That's fantastic. How often do you are you able- are you able to go back to the states at all to visit family or your schedule doesn't allow you that?
1: Um I generally go back once or twice a year once during winter break, once during the summer.
0: Are your parents thinking of making Elliot?
1: um they'd like to they have a an unofficial plan for when they can uh, retire and move here hopefully uh, hopefully it'll happen soon.
0: That's great. So when you when you finish uh, your degree, is there a specific uh, service that you want to? Uh, in other words, if you, let me let me take a step back. Step back in this program where you push off your army service. Are you able after you finish your degree to kind of like choose the path you want to take in the army? Are you still just a regular soldier that basically, you know, wherever they wherever they put you, wherever they think is best for you, that's what that's where they'll put you.
1: So I think to some degree you have a little bit of um, of influence in which direction you want to go. Um, the, the original idea of this, uh, to Dr. program is to have soldiers who are more physically trained for the field they're going into. Like if someone's going to go into the engineer corps, it's better that they have an engineer degree in standing with, you know, the finance department, all uh, the different departments that require um, specific knowledge. Um, with my degree, it's not, you know, so specific to a certain task or a certain, uh, field in the army. So they may have me just go into regular combat or there's certain things that can apply to my degree, like, um, Um, Foreign relations, like uh, foreign relations, or um, or um, the finance department, things like that. Right. Um, It's really up to them.
0: How long has this program been in existence? Do you have an idea of the Atudat Olim program? Is it has it been around for a while? I have no
1: clue.
0: Are there a lot of guys? Let's say from uh, you mentioned that you studied in the Gush, which is a Hesder yeshiva. Are there a lot of guys like you, Americans, who come learn here in Hesder yeshiva who end up uh, doing this type of program?
1: Yeah, there's quite a few, actually. Everyone, everyone in my apartment is actually also learned in the Gush. Um, there are a couple of apartments um, of guys from al from Gush. Um, there are guys from the Petach Titva, Ot Niel. Um, there's a nice um, amount of diversity, I guess, among the yeshivas.
0: So, that's, so um, this is a, it's an interesting idea. Basically, if you would have come straight from, let's say you used to come straight from America... To Israel at the age that you did, instead of being in yeshiva, let's say, let's say you were finished with high school, you wanted to come. It's possible for someone, if they want, to push off their army service and to do this program without a problem.
1: Yeah, it's definitely possible. It took me maybe a week of just, you know, filling out a couple of forms, and making a couple of phone calls. And before I knew it, I got a letter in the mail saying that my, uh, my service was pushed off. Well, that's great.
0: And I'm, I'm sure that Nefesh Benefish was a, a, a big help to you in terms of, uh, everything that you had to go through in terms of making Aliyah and, and getting this pro, getting sure. this process done.
1: He, he told me to, to, expedite the process. Rather than sending my papers into the army directly, um, they recommended sending the papers to Nefesh Benefesh and then they would send it as, you know, kind of, on, um on my behalf, um presenting it and that made, that made it go a lot faster.
0: Yeah, that we had a conversation um, with uh, Maya Liss from the Lone Soldier program, and uh, she mentioned to us that uh,
1: right, that's what I sent it
0: to. Yeah, <laughs> she seems to be the one who's, uh, who takes care of a lot, of, a lot of different people, not just uh, not just the Atuda people, but just in general, anyone who's coming here to, to Israel and, and decides to serve in the army. Uh, Nefesh Benefesh's programs uh, are very, very uh, effective for them. Well hello, listen. Yeah, we, we we wish you a lot of luck. It sounds like you got a great setup over there. It sounds like you're doing good things also outside of class. I hope you're studying a little.
1: <laughs> uh, you're know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, it's a really it's a pleasure talking to you and uh we at Homer Bound are proud of you. We're proud of all your friends who have done this and uh we encourage everyone back in the mm-hmm. States who's listening to this program to uh you know to to look into following the path that uh, someone like Hill Davis has forged for you, because uh, it sounds like he's doing well, and it sounds like, thank God, they're at least in Bar Ilan, and I'm sure in other universities. Uh, are you familiar with uh, with uh, other universities in terms of the setup for uh, for people who are doing the Atudim program?
1: Yeah, I know a few people who are at IDC in Herzliya who are doing the same program. Actually, right. the person who I first heard about it from, he is also from Cleveland and is currently living you know, down the street from me, and he's at IDC. There's so definitely people there, and at uh, Hebrew U, I think, we're also doing the same
0: program. All right. Well, that's great. It's a great opportunity for people to take advantage of. Anyone who needs information about this program or any other programs can check out nbn.org.il, and you can see there um, any information you need about universities, about uh, the Atudim program with the, with the Army. Any questions you have, of course, you can contact Nefesh Benefesh at 8664 4 866 to number four, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. You see that? I've been here in Israel too long. I don't remember how to spell. Anyway, Hillel, thank you so much. Uh, again, for I, me. anytime you come to Nachlod in your Shalaim, look me up, Yigal Siegel and Rehove Lat. We'd love to have you over. All
1: right, great. Thanks so much.
0: All right. Take care, Hillel. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. That was Hillel Davis from, uh, Bar-Ilan University. Um, Hillel is, uh, is doing great things. He's uh, he's uh, committed to being here in Israel, and he's uh, studying in Bar Ilan. It sounds like he's doing some great things outside of class, just as well as inside of class. And after he finishes uh, his university degree, he will be going to the army. And uh, it sounds like once again, um, North America has uh, has provided us with a uh, a great kid who's uh, growing up here in Israel and and making his uh, making his mark on the state of Israel. Uh, this is Egal Siegel for Homeward Bound, and we'll be back right after this message.
2: If you've always dreamt of moving to Israel and establishing a brand new life in the Holy Land, it's time to call Nefesh Benefesh 866-4-Aliyah. 866, the number 4, A-L-I-Y-A-H. Or log on now to their comprehensive website for all the assistance you need to get to Israel. nbn.org.il. That's the Nefesh Benefesh website. Head there now. nbn.org.il
0: okay we're back with our second half of our discussion about starting a business in Israel with Rachel Berger okay so let's continue this discussion um if you have a specific business in mind uh whether it's uh um you know you want to be a painter or you want to be uh you know you want to be a a, a sheputz guy you know a sheputz guy for those of you who don't know what sheputz is is someone who does I mean, home renovations or something like that. Uh, specifically, I bring that up because I know that, uh, we have a, we have a mutual friend who's been very successful in that business here and did not have that business in Israel, uh, in America, excuse me. So if you have a specific idea, is Mati, Mati's obviously the, Mati and Tudor are the addresses you go to in terms of the technical aspects of if you need funding, finding financing, um, who your customer base is, et cetera. But that, it's, it's more in a general sense. Are there any other organizations or, um, individuals who are there to help with specific type of businesses that people want to start within those businesses? Do you have access to people? Sure. Who-
3: sure. We have, well, at Nefesh Benefesh, we have made a database of 2000 Olim that have come before the current you know, uh load of Olim that come. And what they do is they provide mentorship. Uh, they work as uh, buddies, the volunteers, really, and they help you within your business. But just to go back to our mutual friend, he is a lovely story because he came and he had a background in IT. And he said to me when I found him an opportunity, he said, I'm not really interested in working for somebody else anymore. I'm in Israel. I'm going to try... I always liked home renovations. I'm going to try and see if I can find uh, making a business to be successful here for myself. And what happened was I started to look for him. Anything that I found that was in the home renovations, I would send to him. And then somebody called me up and said, I'm selling my paint business. And I called him up right away and I said, you got to get this guy's paint business and um you need to be involved with Mati because they're going to help you with all of the processing for this business. And what happened was he bought the business, but now he had to go and expand his client base. So how was he going to do that? So there was a networking group for English speakers. It would meet 8 o'clock in the mornings, I believe on Tuesday. And the way these networking groups work is that You have one of each kind. You'll have an electrician and you'll have an air conditioning guy and he was the guy who was the painter. And what happened was that people would refer to the other person and they would all make money from these referrals. I once was talking to the electrician and he said that he had made over a 100,000 shekels just in referrals from this business. And that's amazing. That's really amazing. It's Olim helping Olim and it's a network of way to of ways to expand your business. It's also a way what happens with business owners is sometimes they don't have uh, colleagues to expand ideas and to think, what else can I do to improve my business? And here they were encouraging each other and teaching each other different tips of how to find more business. And because of it, you spread your word. The word gets out of who you are and what service you can do. There's another guy also who came on Aliyah. And he was somebody who uh, thought he'd go into high tech, but it was in one of the downturns. And he, young guy, And he decided instead to go into the building industry. And then he left the building industry. I mean, he's still within the building industry, but to open his own business of installing windows. And he installs American-made windows. And his unique selling point is that he is the provider of these windows in Israel, so you need to use him. And the builders know who he is. At this point, he's also employing people. Um, and I think the lesson learned here is that you can come here, you can learn new business skills, you can learn opportunities and you can participate. Even the building trade is one that is mostly a Hebrew speaking trade and culturally a little bit different from the places we're used to, but you can come here and you can start stuff and you have people who will help you along the way. I will help provide these people for you. Um, and you can make it. And you can really make it. But on a different level, a different story of somebody else, which I was reminded before you uh, you uh, <laughs> mentioned these two people, I have another person who's a really great example of businesses in Israel. This was a woman who came to me and she was a technical writer. She had had a background before then as a journalist and it was just at the time that Facebook was going to be used as an advertising portal. And she started to understand Facebook ads and how to promote a business using social media. And she started a social media firm. And one of the fascinating things is that this is not a woman who speaks fluent Hebrew, but she would give classes to marketing managers in the highest uh, companies, in the largest companies in Israel, of how to use social media marketing to promote your business. And she gave these classes in English and people would come and then the companies that are traded on the NASDAQ, the the companies that are on the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange would be hiring her to teach them how to do social media and also to do some of the social media marketing. Uh, this so much was the case that she had about five affiliates, five people that were working with her as she expanded her business. And what I love about this story is that this is not somebody who came who had Israeli parents. This is somebody who came who was really a newbie to Israel and wanted to live in Israel for all the idealistic reasons that people want to live in Israel. And she was a real outsider and she penetrated the highest levels of uh, companies in Israel, because she had a unique skill set and a unique service to offer, and she wasn't nervous to walk in and say, "Hey, I know what I'm doing," and she's built also a successful business here in israel
0: okay so we have uh we have examples of people uh, entrepreneurs who decided whether it was to change uh, to change to a new business or to um, or to start their own business whatever it was. Um, again, the first step, as we've discussed, the first step is to approach Mati, approach Toot, approach these organizations that can help in a practical manner to get you uh, get you running here in Israel. Because it is obviously, even in the states, if you start a business, is a process to go to. So they will be there to help you with the process. The Nefesh Benefesh will also be there to help you with the process, or at least to to give you the right uh, addresses to go to to help you with this process. Uh, the other, the other issue which uh, Rachel's just been, finished discussing is, uh, is basically the idea that you can make a new move and there are ideas out there that, uh, you know, can, can make you a, can make you a parnassa, can make you a living and you just have to find the right path to take. Um, the, I guess the, the question is more if, if you're, if you're somebody, first of all it's important for us to make, uh, to make this clear. That any time that you're working on a new business or especially here in Israel with self-employment, there's a lot of tax issues uh, involved with being a freelancer, being a self-employed person and that's something that you really have to speak to a competent accountant about to make sure that – uh, you're following the right path on that. And I assume that Mati and these uh, different organizations have access to these types of people to help so with that. So they as have well.
3: access to those accountants. And anybody who is really interested in this topic should know that if you go and just Google AACI accountants. There's a list of American-Israeli accountants, people who have both American and Israeli licenses. Uh, There's a long list, and you can email them your questions.
0: Oh, that's great to know. Okay, so it's AACI accountants is what you Google, and that's where you can find that list that Rachel just mentioned. Um, What we're going to be speaking to Rachel about in the future are, again, specific types of jobs. We already have spent some time speaking to Rachel about sales jobs, uh, English writing jobs, jobs that... Um, can utilize your English uh, language skills at, here in Israel. Um, again, this kind of – it fits in well with that, Rachel, because there's some of these jobs which, uh, as you've mentioned, that uh, require you to, to kind of strike out on your own. Um, some of them are jobs that you can work for somebody else, but a lot of them, like uh, we talked about internet type of jobs, there's things that you kind of develop yourself. Um, so Mati is there. To, to help with the development of, of your own business. But if you want to find a job in an existing industry and you have, you know, the skill set that you feel is necessary for that, that's where Nefesh benefish and Rachel's uh, staff come in. So, again, employment at nbn.org.il. Um, we've spoken about this before. You can send your resume to them. Uh, they can give you ideas. Um, you know, people get- and let
3: me just plug our LinkedIn and Facebook groups where we are posting 200 jobs, new jobs, every single week. And anybody who wants to is welcome to join to see the jobs that are available to them here in Israel.
0: Okay. So we will be speaking to Rachel again in the future about other job opportunities here in Israel. Um, we've been concentrating now on this, how to start your own business, how to be your own employer, how to kind of find your own way, whether it's a new business that you have not been involved in or even an existing business, but you just want to start a new here in Israel. So, um, that's, that's the resources that we're speaking about today, but in the future, we will be talking about other types of jobs. And, uh, so stay tuned here to Homeward Bound for this information. And again, if you want to reach Rachel and her department, employment at nbn.org.il employment at nbn.org.il, and of course, uh, the LinkedIn and Facebook groups have a tremendous amount of information, not just new jobs, but just uh, in general, I get, the, I get the LinkedIn updates, so I, I see what you put up. Anyway, so we want to thank Rachel for her time. Rachel, thank you for your time.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: This is Egal Siegel for Homer Banner. We'll be back after this message.
2: If you've always dreamt of moving to Israel and establishing a brand new life in the Holy Land, it's time to call Nefesh Benefesh 866-4-Aliyah. 866, the number 4, A-L-I-Y-A-H. Or log on now to their comprehensive website for all the assistance you need to get to Israel. nbn.org.il. That's the Nefesh Benefesh website. Head there now. nbn.org.il.
0: All right, this is uh, Yigal Siegel from Homeward Bound, and uh, we want to thank you very much for listening to another great edition of our show about making Aliyah to Israel. Nefesh Benefesh is the sponsor of this program, and again, Nefesh Benefesh can be reached at nbn.org.il. one 866 4 Aliyah 866 the number 4, and A-L-I-Y-A-H.
1: To me. I wish I was
0: and we hope that you're planning to be Homeward Bound home to Shalim or anywhere in Israel a lot of great places to live here so come make those plans and join us here this is Egal Siegel from the Nachum Siegel Network and Homeward Bound saying thank you so much for listening